Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast is fueled by Cody Rhodes and recorded in the Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Studio. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Title IX Podcast on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. I'm here with the beautiful and talented Elisa Woods. Hi, Elisa. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. We are both Mondaying. <laughs> We're Mondaying hard. <laughs> Real hard. Oh, boy. Well, we, of course, are brought to you uh, by the Ivy College of Business at Iowa State, our longtime sponsor, and the entire podcast network is fueled by Cody road, which we are not drinking on this Monday. <laughs> I promise. Yet. Not, yes. not, not. <laughs> it's good to see you. And before we do anything else, Elisa, I want to wish yes. you a happy belated birthday. Thank you very much. Was it, it was everything a... your hopes and dreams <laughs> were made of? Yeah. I, um, tried my hardest not, not to puke the whole day. No, we, I just got really, because she was hungover. (laughs) Yeah. I wish it was that. Um, but I just got really sick on Saturday night and then was just kind of cautious, uh, all Sunday. So just getting back to it today. They just don't, they just don't ring the same. I know. Here's the thing. Both me and my daughter do this. We get really sick right before big events. She got really sick before her Valentine's day party at school and had to stay home for it. She's done it for Thanksgiving. I've like caught her puke at the Thanksgiving table more Mm, than once. Nothing says Thanksgiving dinner, (laughs) like catching your puke. I know. It's just like before I don't tell her about big events because somehow I think that'll keep her from getting sick, but it doesn't matter. We just have impeccable timing. I've known this about you for a long time. You're not being hyperbolic. This actually happened. No, this is a thing. Both Rosa and I do this. And it's like, if there was nothing I could have done about this, I'm telling you, I, I lost three pounds in less than 24 hours. I was not the healthy way. I, and no, and I don't, I don't take this lightly. It, I was violently ill. Like we, Arnold That's asked so if Lisa. he needed to take me to the emergency room. And I was like, I don't think I'll make it. <laughs> so we did not. I'm sorry. That really stinks. It's okay. I'm rehydrating today. Um, just chilling all I have to do is bake today and so no one has to see me except for I guess on this sorry guys everybody watching (laughs) my bad guys you're feeling better I'm sorry it was the way it was but hopefully you can reset and have a good week yeah, I think so. Um, well, did you get all your freebies? We've talked about this for a few yep. years on the podcast. Got That's Starbucks, got Caribou, got um, Krispy Kreme for the kids. They used to give you a whole dozen at Krispy Kreme, and now they only give you three. Which In is, this economy? I know. I know. Um, I'm sure they're just making money hand over foot now that they're only giving out three. Um <laughs> But uh, I'm I'm trying to sort out my crumble one. Um, so hopefully I can pick that up today. And then Jersey Mike's, it's good for oh, a year. Gosh, yeah, I love Jersey Mike's. And I think Athleta gave me 250 points, which is good for about two dollars and fifty cents. Excellent. Kind I of got like cream. Yep, got Dropped five from a dozen to three. Yep, got five percent off at Target. There's just no one I know. 
that loves birthday freebies more than I know. You. Oh, that Alton's, is your claim to fame. Alta and Sephora got those too. Yeah. Way to do it, girl. I Even love despite birthday. your violent illness, you nailed it. <laughs> I did. <laughs> You're an inspiration to <laughs> us all. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, um, Elisa and I were talking before the pod, and we realized that we kind of um, set up our podcast the same, our outlines the same way today without talking. So if you've been <laughs> listening the last year or so, you know we like to do the winners and losers. Um, and I think our whole podcast is going to be kind of like winners and losers set up love that it. way. I so be prepared. Um, I thought we should start out with the Iowa state men's basketball team in our winners and Lo- losers segment. Yeah, yeah. Obviously the big winner here is the Iowa state men's basketball team for a lot <laughs> of different reasons, but yes, I guess as I was preparing for the podcast today, I kind of went into it with regardless of what happens, uh, against Houston, I feel like we're on a roll. Like so, we yeah. could lose by 20 Monday night against Houston, and I feel like it doesn't matter. Yeah. It matters, so, but you know what I mean. Right. It, we're recording this on Monday during the day. Yes. Uh, and so you'll you, no one will probably hear this until tomorrow, unless Aiden gets this up real quick. Which he might. Um, he might. Yeah, he yeah. is. I, I said that, and I was like, actually, yeah, Aiden will probably get it up. So if by chance you're listening to this tomorrow, because that's just what you do on every other Tuesday is listen to us, the game will have already happened. Um, hopefully we are winners. But, yeah, I just – we can't – there's there's no – no horrible implications of I just it this feels game. like this is one of those games where you go in, you win, and like, oh, oh. Yeah. But if you lose, you're a 10-point underdog on the road in the Big 12, whatever. Right. I mean, it just seems to me that Iowa State men's basketball has proven itself. It feels like Ots has these guys completely locked in. Rob Jones has become this version of himself that no one could have ever imagined leading fast breaks. Like (laughs) what? And the defense. Yeah. It's no surprise. We knew that we know that odds teams are capable of suffocating defense, but I kind of assumed this year that the offense would take a step up and the defense would take a step back. I think the defense has continued right along that same intensity and the offense have has stepped up. So yeah. it's just been it's so much fun to watch. I look I went and looked back um against Texas Tech. Iowa State scored 28 points off of 16 Texas Tech turnovers. Mm-hmm. Iowa State only had six turnovers and Texas Tech had no points off of those six turnovers. Mm. And that's the kind of stuff that's gonna win you games um in the big 12 and they've just i feel like they figured out the formula to winning these games i think about so if you think back in our history the name chris babb pops up as like an incredible amazing defensive yeah it does yeah (laughs) also a babe um (laughs) but yes you're right it's we have more than one chris babb on our team now that's a great way to put it like And I, yeah, we're, we are suffocating. Like you said, I think that, I mean, we have the possibility to win tonight. There's nothing that says that we can't win the things that we have to do. Mom Chilovich needs to actually like look for his shot. That's the one thing about those two things, free throws and mom Chilovich just has a tendency. And I mean, he's young, but has a tendency to just disappear in games. Yeah. And he is so insanely good. He is better than we thought he was going to be. He just needs to realize that. And he needs to realize he's good. He needs to realize he can create his own shot. He can't just hang out on the on the wings waiting for the ball waiting for that three-point shot he needs to create his own shot because yes he's a great three-point shooter but he's so incredible off the dribble he's so good his like turnaround jump shot his fadeaway jump shot so good and he needs to create and every time he does one of those fadeaway turnarounds i him in awe like total awe <laughs> yeah because it doesn't look like it's possible he doesn't look like i mean he's creating the space that doesn't exist yeah yeah, yeah you're right Dang and me. the free throws are a major achilles, achilles heel. heel yes yeah uh <laughs> man why are we on the same page here well you know that tends to happen here <laughs> it's just hard to watch um especially in close games 
and especially down the stretch when those big giant leads tend to dwindle a little bit. Um, yeah. However, you know, if um, every team, not every team, most teams are going to have an Achilles heel. Yeah. And if that's ours, that's ours, but you got to make up for it. And you watch the women's team. And for a lot oh of gosh. those free throw shooters, they don't even stay to rebound, which for me is a little bit like, okay, just trust them to hustle back, but maybe they don't want, they don't, maybe don't, you know, think the law of averages says just don't sure. even try and rebound. I would like to see the women's team be a little more aggressive on rebounds in general, but what I'm saying is I, they're shooting free throws and they don't even stand at the line. Like it's just the other team standing there waiting for rebounds because yeah, they talk, make it so often. Let's talk about that for a second. So before I get to my loser, as it relates to men's basketball, the other winner I had um, for Iowa state basketball is the overtime win for the women against number seven, Kansas state. Mm -hmm. And to your point, Elisa, what won that game in large part was the just insane amount of free throws that were made down the stretch and by freshmen Addie Brown was locked in at the line there was yeah. not there was not a moment when she looked nervous she looked like those puppies were going in every last one of them mm -hmm. and that that's the difference in a lot of these games and the women have that part of it absolutely figured out yeah definitely my um, winner do you want to hear my winner yes okay my winner is Isabel Nosen with the softball team, the Iowa State softball team, she hit a home run on her first ever, her first ever career home run. I mean, because it was her first ever career at bat. Oh my gosh. Isn't that crazy? I mean, college career. But isn't that crazy? Also, first at like bat home what run. Childhood dreams are made right? right there. Right? That's really cool. Like how does it get better? And the uh the ISU team, softball team's on a uh winning streak, three game winning streak. Overall right now they're 6 and 3. Obviously playing a lot of away games because Yeah, that's the hard it's part about Iowa State softball. Yeah. yeah, but really they've only played one away game and the rest of them the re the other eight have site. been like a neutral site. So Yeah. um it's tough, but yeah, they're, they're playing well. And I think they're going to be fun to watch. They like, okay. They lost pretty heavily to number 11 Duke, but then they came back and lost four to eight to number seven Washington. And so it's like, and the rest of them have been like unranked teams. Yeah. The rest of them have been unranked teams, but I think that this team has the ability to, to play with, with the big dogs, I think it could be a fun team. It's hard because this time of year, it's February here. It's cold. There's snow on the ground. We're still in the heart of basketball season and yeah. it's hard to switch over to softball. So I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah. <laughs> and um, they're I fun to follow on socials. So do oh that. Oh my gosh. They're maybe the best. <sighs> Volleyball is good. Yeah. Gymnastics is good. But I think Iowa State softball might have the most fun social media follow. Yeah, for sure. I feel like you turned me on to that a couple years ago. It's They're pretty good. good. It's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. um, okay, my loser as it relates to men's basketball is every last one of you who thought the TJ Otzelberger hire was a bad hire. <laughs> I hope you are just eating your words right now and i hope they're nice and salty i have i've seen that drop off quite a bit uh you think <laughs> i just remember everyone being like this is such a homer hire and i was like well yeah why is that oh why is that a right thing? this guy this guy loves what he does he's the most intense human i've ever met in my life he and he showed belongs. himself to be he showed himself to be a great recruiter when he was yes. an assistant coach. And he's continued that. That's not fallen off in the slightest. No. I mean, if other teams take an assistant coach, why can't we take an assistant coach as a head coach? Like that's how it works. At least we didn't take the son of our coach. Anyway, it's just going to let that sit right there. <laughs> um, my loser, as it relates to Iowa State women's basketball, is the unfortunate loss to Texas over the weekend. So Iowa State takes down number seven, Kansas State, at home earlier in the week. And then over the weekend, um, go down to play at number five, Texas. So it's in a way Big 12 game. Those are always tough. But what mm. stinks about the loss the most is that we had 
whittled I or Texas's lead down to five points late in the fifth, third quarter. So we're going mm-hmm. into the fourth quarter with a single digit deficit. Somehow we lost by 21 points. Yeah. And that just that deficit went from five to eight. And all of a sudden it was 19. Yeah. And that's just kind of a, I don't know, a little bit of a momentum killer um, for a team that really was coming off of a of a high and needed a momentum boost continuing mm-hmm. to the last final couple of weeks of the big 12 season so it's i, tough. I don't know like, we talked about how the big 12 is such a gauntlet and the teams are so good but they they basically played like another quarter in the overtime yes. double overtime game and that's yep. tough that's it is tough. tough you're not prepared for that it's a lot of running um young legs well, that's the I other thing is, you know, it's tough. It, they they were on a rough losing streak right there. Yeah. And then you go yeah. into that emotional and physical high. And then mm-hmm. you turn around and have to get down to Texas. So I, I'm not I'm not even necessarily being critical. I just worry about does that 21 point loss heading into the last four games of the Big 12 season have a longer lasting effect than maybe a single digit loss would have? I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. We go down to Houston on Wednesday. Um, then we have to turn around and play a top 10 Kansas State in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And then we have a couple of more home games to round out the season. So I, I looked this morning. We are, according to the bracketology, the last four <laughs> in right now. And mm. I just would love to pick your brain. I think that's appropriate for what it's worth. As, as things stand today, I think that's appropriate. If we go on a four game winning streak to end the big 12 season, I, I don't think we're on that bubble anymore. If things turn sideways and we go on a losing streak, who knows? But my question to you is if we don't make the tournament, do you feel like that's a season where we underachieved or do you think that was expected? I think it's a season where we underachieved and it's not necessarily because these players underachieved. I think that it has to do with um, the way that the big 12 is this year. I think it has to do with like the injuries to Emily and I, Yes, like I think that the leaders of this team, not being able to play a chunk of games really has hurt us. Uh, I think that if they're, if they're healthy and they're playing, then it's, it's, um, I don't know. I think it's just a different story. And so I wouldn't say it's like a, it's a letdown because of the, this team or their coaches. I think it's a letdown because I just think they could have given people a run for money in their, in the tournament. And I was saying that kind of mid season, like give us anybody right now. You yeah. know, and, and then it just, just kind of fell off. And it, yeah, and it's just the story of like circumstances, not so much the story of skill, because we have such insane skill on this team, and the ceiling is so high with these freshmen. Um, it's just this the it's a the circumstances I think are disappointing. Yeah, I think that's incredibly well said, and um, obviously, depending on what happens, it's you know we'll have a we'll have time to compose our thoughts and get some real perspective. But I just started thinking, man, it's, it's been a while since we didn't expect an Iowa state Uh women's team to be in the tournament. And I expect this team to, and there's still time. Um, and again, we're listed as last four in right now. So that's where we are, but I just was curious about your thoughts about that. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I don't think I've really thought much about it. Do I think this team deserves to be in the tournament absolutely do i think that they're better than a good chunk of the teams that are going to make the tournament absolutely i just think that the circumstances are rough yeah i agree with you there well we'll see um still some time to make their case for it for sure yeah um can we talk about the super bowl yeah Okay. So the downside (laughs) of recording every two weeks is that when something like the Super Bowl happens, we don't get to give you our instant reactions to it. Yeah. The upside is that we get an extra week to compose our thoughts. So that's where I am. Yeah. I have a bunch of winners and losers within the umbrella of the Super Bowl. Okay. Okay. So I want to start off because I I think that there will be a Taylor Swift 
What do you mean? Mention. <laughs> yeah. I just think. Um, but I want to start off by telling you a little Taylor Swift thing okay. that I saw. So there's a billboard for Quick Trip on 235 as yes. you're going 235 West. Okay. Um, as you're just coming into town from Ankeny and people who go this way will know very often, um, it's right where it drops from 65 to 60. Right, (laughs) right before Euclid, uh, there's a billboard and it's a quick trip billboard. And it says in my croissant era, and it has like the, the little pastel squares over like quick trip food and stuff. And I saw that one time and I was like, it looks, that looks so familiar. What is that from? Like, what is that a play on? And then finally I realized that it's a Taylor Swift thing. Sure is. The Taylor Swift effect is real. Yeah, but yeah. I was kind of surprised that they're allowed to use that. They probably aren't. <laughs> right. Ask for ask for forgiveness, not for that's permission. Right. That's that's exactly right. My boss um, was she gave me a thank you, a small thank you gift for something, and she said she had really wanted to get me the Taylor Swift lipstick, the lipstick she wears. Oh. But it's been sold out for months and Dang. months and months. She found it on eBay for it? like um i'll have to look i know the color and everything but she said she found it on ebay but the cheapest it was was like 150 dollars. she's like i'm not like you don't mean that much to me (laughs) but the point is the taylor swift effect is real that's hilarious and i don't know if you saw but um i'm sure you did that super bowl was the most watched televised event in history and um i think the female viewership because of brock purdy because of Brock Purdy, that's right. Okay, yeah, just so we're on the same page. <laughs> but the viewership of women um, was a huge part of that. And obviously every year the Super Bowl is going to draw a lot of women um, just because it's an event. It's not necessarily, it's a cultural event, right? We all agree. Mm-hmm. Um, but this year it's hard for me to say that that didn't have something to do with Brock Purdy and also Taylor Swift. <laughs> you know, there were a lot of, um, there were a lot of, I saw a lot of videos after the fact of, pictures of of fam- of just dads watching like last year when the chiefs won these are chiefs fans mm-hmm. versus this year it's entire families watching and i just think that that's really special and i know there's a lot of people out there who are sick of seeing her face and you know how i feel about you get a life however <laughs> there was a really cool cultural impact especially when it came to women and and young girls so i will forever be grateful for that And we've talked about this before that women are the fastest growing demographic of sports fans and have been for years because there is so much space to grow. Like it's sports are like a quote unquote men's thing. Yes. In history, they have been a quote unquote men's thing. And so as women's interests grow, as people, you know, women are realizing actually like I can like something that society has told me is is just for somebody who's not me i can actually like that thing yes um and that's okay and i think that the nfl has done everything it can to capitalize on that growing demographic they have tried everything be it good or bad what i would like them to try is to be a little harsher on domestic violence oh gosh um within the uh community i think i think that they lucked out with taylor swift here but i think that uh if they want to keep this uh demographic of women especially young girls children I think they need to get their SHIT together and be a little harsher on domestic violence within uh, the NFL players. They just need to. They they need to be For accountable. For a lot of different reasons. Yeah. I mean, you could say, oh, you know, women aren't watching this, blah, blah, blah. Okay, but men are, and men are the ones domestically also- violent. Like, <laughs> violent women are watching. I mean, we yeah. know that now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right about that. Okay. And My like thoughts. A- no, no, no. It's, it's a moment. It's like one of those moments in time, you know, like where you take a path, you pick your path and we're on that moment. And yep. it kind of feels like this Renaissance movement of women in sports. And I'm not just talking about female athletes. I'm talking about, um, fans and influencers and everything. And yeah. all of it has to shift including that. Um, yeah. so you're right about that. 
Um, speaking of Taylor Swift, one of my winners was Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey because I just thought about the week they had. So Taylor goes in, wins a few Grammys, no big deal. And then <laughs> Travis goes and wins a damn Super Bowl. Like what? Can you think of a better couple of weeks for a couple? Because it's hard for me to, I mean, what can top that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Yeah. It just kind of felt like this beautiful yeah. storybook ending. And I kept um, Brooke Johnson if and Rock I were texting. would have won. I mean, though. But not for them. <laughs> like, not for them. <laughs> but storybook. <sighs> for them. For them. For I have me. thoughts about Brock Purdy. Okay. Um, so another winner is another Iowa State alum, not Brock Purdy. My dear friend, Brad G., who yes. is um, executive for the Chiefs, who now has three Super Bowl rings in five years before the age of 40. And I'm just super and proud of him. Did you super, see super, him? Super, super, super proud of him. Yeah. Did you ton. see him on the sideline? Okay. I thought yeah. that I saw him at one point and I was like, wait. My dad's my dad called me yesterday. And I don't know why this came up to him yesterday, two weeks after the, or a week after the Super Bowl. Sorry, a week after the Super Bowl. Yeah. And said, hey, I've been meaning to tell you, I saw Brad a lot. <laughs> After the after they won, it's like thanks, Dad. Thanks for that little nugget. Anyways, no, I think I saw him during the game. You probably did. Okay, probably did. But um, yeah. So he's one of my main winners of the nice. of the podcast. Uh, okay, let's talk a little bit about Brock Purdy. Okay. I think first of all, the Chiefs are the are the real winners. They're now back to back champions. Um, they've gone to this, gone from this team who everybody kind of loved Patrick Mahomes is this lovable guy to suddenly they're the villains. I think, you know, like the, they're the dynasty. So now mm -hmm. they have that target on their back. But what I thought was so cool for Patrick Mahomes is you go into that overtime and they have an opportunity to win the game with a touchdown. And I feel like everybody knew, Oh, the suckers over yeah and what a legacy for Patrick Mahomes to have already um however I thought that Brock played a nearly perfect game and it seems to me like he finally won everybody over and it took way too long but I feel like he did it and I would love yeah. your I am I maybe am skewed because I was so far into the like loving what happened from my perspective as a chiefs fan, but it just seemed to me like he did not get unfairly harassed after that game. Like he has in previous games throughout the season. No, I mean, Christian McCaffrey fumbled Jason oh, Kittle yep. barely, barely existed in the game. George Kittle, <laughs> Jason, Kittle. <laughs> Jason, Kelsey, George, George, Kittle. Jason. Yeah. George Kittle like barely existed in the game. Um, McCaffrey came back and had, a really really good game and probably would have i'm now he probably wouldn't have been the mvp if they would have won but um other players on the team definitely stepped up uh in the absence of of kittle but there was just nothing that you could say was definitely brock purdy's fault their their kicker mixed missed an extra point that like, was that was it really yeah i mean yeah. i don't think that that was it because i think that then instead of going for the field goal, I think that the the Chiefs would have gone for the um, touchdown and yeah. there was probably a good chance that they would have gotten that. So, it, but I mean, it was the difference, you know, they, they ended up going into overtime. If they would have had one more point, then they would have won. Won the game. But yeah. And there just was nothing that you could say that Brock Purdy did wrong. And yeah. I think that like, finally it was like, I don't know. They, maybe it was, they found a different villain, you know, it's now That's a good point. I don't, and I don't, I, why it he was never the villain right. in the first place doesn't right make sense. i do yeah. not understand like the hate for rock purdy what is going on my phone is blowing up they're trying to call the trying to call the ambulance for me um i don't know yeah i mean those are my thoughts that there was nothing that you could point to i saw him i saw a video of him and his i think fiance now um yeah. going yeah. into like not the after party <laughs> going into the after party and he looked just so sad i'm sure oh my gosh and i just sure wanted to give him a little snug i felt but, like from a totally selfish perspective that that was like i wanted brock to have a game where it was like a respectable game where people couldn't point to him and say, look, we told you yeah. so. 
But yeah. meanwhile, the Chiefs won. And so I got my selfish wish. Yeah. And I just want to say one of my losers from the Super Bowl is all of you a-holes out there for giving me hell for cheering for the Chiefs. I love Brock Purdy. I've been a huge Brock Purdy supporter, but I love the Chiefs. And so what do you want me to do? What mm. do you want me to do? I know. Yeah. It's I wished tough. him the best. It's I a meant conundrum. It. I didn't want him to fail. Yeah. But I wanted I wanted the Chiefs to win. So yeah. get over it, people. I am who I am. People don't like Take to see other people me. be happy, I think, is I think part of it. True. Also, let's point out that Jimmy Garoppolo, America's sweetheart, when he was playing for the 49ers, everybody loved him. Uh got suspended for using PEDs. Oh, guess who's not using PEDs? Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. There you go. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, I did not particularly enjoy the halftime show. That was one of my losers out of really. Mm-hmm. I liked yeah. it. That's I mean, fine. he sang all his songs. He did he his. Did he, sing did, all his songs. he did his little um uh roller skating thing. That what I was the like, hell were the heck? roller skates? <laughs> the roller skate is like a cultural, like a black cultural thing. It's a it's is it very really? big. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like very now big. in 2024? It's always been for many many years and it's having like a res- resurgence now. Okay. But for yes, me, for my ignorance, I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah, the, me, that's like a definitely a cultural like a black okay, cultural thing. I looked at that and thought like what the hell have I been transported <laughs> back to 7th grade? No. Which, that's I mean, yeah. to be fair, like that's kind of when he reached his peak, right? Like, yeah. I mean, so for me, it was just a throwback to, but I was like, I don't, okay. But now oh, this no. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely big, like, black cultural thing. Uh, uh, Wait, well, to explain this, educate us on that. So it's the like kind of dance on roller skates and they would just like go to the roller rinks and skate but around. I need to and... know if this is happening now in 2020. Yeah, it is. Yeah. This is amazing. I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I learned something new today and forgive me for not knowing that. Yeah, so no, it's having I... a big like resurgence, just like roller skating in general um, is having a resurgence, but especially in the black community. Well, you it's... will not find me on roller skates because I don't want to break my ass. <laughs> I know. I know. I I saw some videos of like people being like, oh, this is probably what he was like learning. I was like, no, he probably knew how. Um, wow. But I yeah. No, I loved it. And I love him. Alicia Keys. <gasps> oh, that first note. Okay. In good or bad way? Bad. Her first note was way off. Oh, and then the fair, rest of it was good. I didn't but, even notice because she looked so like I was taken aback by how yeah. beautiful she is. Yeah, she looked beautiful. But yeah, her very first note was off. And somebody posted a, a meme and it was just a picture of her. And you say, if you see this, you know, we're going to start off on a bad note. It's <laughs> her very first Funny. note was like, like I, yeah, it was fine. I honestly, it probably should be one of my beige flags because it was like, oh, oh yeah. Fine. Yeah. Um, you know how I felt going into it too. I was like, meh, whatever. Yeah. Um, okay. I have to get serious for a minute. And okay. again, apologies for not knowing this cultural um, piece, but um, one of the losers post Super Bowl was the shooting at the celebra- celebratory Super Bowl parade in Kansas. Yeah. City. And I'm not going to get political. Everyone, if you know me at all, you know, how I feel about guns and gun control. Yeah. I just hate, I feel like America is the loser at this point because I don't like that we go into every big event wondering, not even big event. We go into every day wondering, is this, is it going to happen again today? Yeah. And it breaks my heart a lot. Um, but the silver lining from, if there ever can be a silver lining from, you know, a shooting that where people are injured and killed is the way that chiefs players handled it. 
Um, there's been tons of stories. Sports Illustrated did a nice little column about what happened, but it was immediately like, how can we help? Can we get to the hospitals to see these kids? Um, there were stories about players and executives shielding people, protecting kids who had been separated for their parents, ushering people into safety. And um, I don't know. I mean, I wish that that didn't have to be the silver. I wish we didn't have to have a silver lining there, but kudos to those people who are in the midst of their celebration after a super long season for, you know, coming to a scary situation and, and being very selfless in how they handled it. Yeah. So, you know, I don't mind getting a little political. So I, I've just been thinking about this a lot and there was somebody who was just very adamant, you know, it's mental health, it's mental health. It's not the guns, it's not the guns. And I was like, let me put myself in their shoes and give them the benefit of the doubt and look up to see where the United States stands in other violent crimes in deaths, stabbing deaths, because it should be, you know, if it is, if it is just the mental health, then stabbing deaths should be on par. And sure. so of all the countries reported, um, and I can look up where it was that I was looking at this. So of all the countries reported, we were 112th, I believe, in stabbing deaths per 1,000 people um, of all the countries uh, by, by country. And then we're 31st in shooting deaths. So right. explain that to me like I'm st- explain that to me like I'm a child who's afraid of going to school because they might get shot. Like explain that to me in that way. Cause I, I it, agree. It doesn't, it doesn't match. I mean, it doesn't correlate. I, I just hate to be the one to be like, you're wrong and i don't i'm just trying to look at the facts and i believe also that iowa has the least mental health beds Beds. per capita per capita so i'm just wondering if we don't care in this state about gun control because we think it's mental health why don't we care about mental health in this state what do we care about money wealth the economy i'm Hell just final, Lisa. i just it's mm, i mm, i think i'm like a reasonable person and I just don't understand it. There are some things I don't understand. Sourdough bread. I cannot wrap my head around it. I can't wrap my head around like the numbers of sourdough bread. It's just, and I'm a baker. It's just something that I can't sort out. And this is just the other one. I'll tell you too, since you took the leap. Um, there was something really American about watching the Missouri governor who has been staunchly against any gun control running, being, uh, out of this parade celebration where there's just been a shooting, being surrounded by officers and other, um, yeah, police presence and, thought to myself why do you need those guys buddy right (laughs) but it's i saw somebody that was like oh and kansas kansas city is um like i don't know they said something about kansas city being liberal and i was like do you know kansas city's in missouri or are we (laughs) do we think kansas city is a state do we think there's a kansas city Is there a governor for just Kansas City? Like people think that Chicago is a state. Some people, (laughs) those people get to vote. So yeah, that's what concerns me. 
it just like I was so happy for the Chiefs, for Brad, for my daughter, for like just this incredible like story. I know we joked about the storybook ending, but truly right. for the Chiefs, the storybook ending. And then this happened and it just like I'm so freaking sick of it. So sick of it. Yep. So sorry. I'm, we're I'm all, trying to we're look all losers. And see. I'm trying to look and see where the those Your uh, stats stats were from. I think I have. Well, it you look. Dry. You look oh, while I. It's oh. Wise Voter. Wise Voter. It's okay, wise just voter. a website that collects data. Um, I'll switch to a happier note. We got to give a shout out to our winner of a friend, Hopewood. Yes. Who sponsors the pod and does the Will in a Day program. Um, you've heard us talk about her for a long time now, but go in, take care of your will, get everything handled, be an adult like we all should be. Uh, if you go to her website, hopewoodjd.com, use the code FANATIC for $50 off. Um, you can get it at an even more reasonable price. So thanks to Hopewood for um, sponsoring the pod. Um, another winner in our list of long winners and losers was the three-point contest between Sabrina, Sabrina Ionescu and Steph Curry. Uh, so, so Steph won. Okay, kudos to Steph. However, right. it was close. It was 29 to 26. So she was right there. Um, the loser of, well, I should also mention that, um, it was, it's, it was a winning event because it was the most watched three point contest in four years. It got a lot of buzz on social media. It was really cool to see, but then you have Kenny Smith, who I generally find to be pretty entertaining was all over Sabrina right after it happened for not shooting from the women's line. Yeah. He said she should have shot from the women's line. That would have been a fair contest. It was a fair contest, you dumbass. She only right. lost by one shot. Right. And also, uh, she would have made the finals and tied Dame Lillard for, yes, who, for, who winning, for winning the three-point contest. They just put said, her up against, like, the GOAT. The, the greatest shooter of all time. Like, <laughs> so he also said in the same rant of his that there's a women's tee in golf and there's a men's tee for a reason. Okay. Yes. Right. Yes. But she has shown her ability to, in your analogy, hit from the men's tee. So why the right. hell do you care? And I, Reggie Miller came to Sabrina's defense and all of our defenses. And my dad, he said, why are you putting those boundaries on her? She wanted to shoot from there. Yeah. That is how I feel. So just I, like, shut the, I was trying to, I was trying to figure out what Kenny Smith's record is in three point, um, <laughs> shooting contests. And I don't think he's been in any. Um, and actually this is funny. So he never made an all-star game. Kenny Smith never made an all-star game and he was kind of getting clowned by Shaq, uh, last night during the game for it. <laughs> like they were talking about it and Shaq was just kind of like sticking his tongue out like, ha, 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 you've never That's made awesome. an all-star game. And it's like, oh, sweetheart. Like, I know you're an analyst, but <laughs> I, like be you're not a shooter if you're give your takes like i'm right. all about your takes but make make them make sense right that doesn't make sense and speaking of another take that doesn't make sense another loser is jay williams for refusing to say that caitlin clark is great until she wins a national title this was such a weird moment so yeah. she like it or not iowa state fans she now owns the record for most points scored in in college women's basketball that is a fact. Like we can set aside all of our Rose Iowa State Cardinal colored glasses for a second. She owns that record. I don't know how you can say that she's not a great basketball player. Like I, there's a lot of great basketball players who never win national titles. There's Charles a lot Barkley. of great Charles Barkley. Like there's such a stupid take. Make it make sense. You can't. I know. Okay, I'm I'm really trying to find. Um, if he's ever been in a three point, Jay? yeah, no, Kenny Smith, if he's oh, ever Kenny been Smith. in a three point, it's just, it's hard. Um, my, uh, my, uh, <laughs> last winner. Oh yeah. I forgot about my winners and losers. Wait, Brittany wait, wait, Griner. wait, wait. Oh, oh, I already spoiled it. I said it. Okay. Go ahead. Brittany Griner for having her Jersey retired as a Baylor bear. Did you notice my... that there that there was somebody missing from that? Yeah, she hap that happens to be my loser. Her name is Kim freaking Mulkey. <laughs> I've wondered for so long if she was going to be at that, and I knew she wasn't. But I just hoped that like dignity would prevail. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Do you have more winners and losers? Yeah. Well, I have. So my red flag. Oh yeah, let's do it. Right has now. to do with the All Star game okay. um, last night, and it's that no one was passing to Tyrese, and he was on freaking fire. Yeah. I literally went upstairs to pee and came back down, and Arnold was like, "Oh, he has fifteen points." Yeah, like, he went five for five from three to start the game. Yeah, yeah, I think what? he had like thirty three, and Dame had thirty nine. Um, and it was, it was in Indiana. And so the crowd wanted Tyrese to be the winner. He also had a lot of like a lot of rebounds, a lot of assists. He had a couple, um, turnovers that were just, I would chalk up to him not playing with these guys very often. And you don't know know, the moves that they're going to make and stuff like that. And not great passes. And everyone's kind of trying to make just silly passes and stuff. He did the behind the back with his elbow. Yeah. I remember trying to do that pass, like on my grandpa's, (laughs) the the park at my, near my grandpa's house when I was a kid. I, yes. Yeah. It was cool. But I think that everyone was kind of trying to pass to Damian Lillard and, I think had he been on the other team, like the other team lost by a lot, but also they were just trying to like, nobody really wanted to score a bunch. And so they were kind of just letting everybody have the ball evenly. Um, There were even a couple points where somebody was right under the basket and they just didn't score. And it was like, if I think that had he been on the other team, I think that he would have scored 50. I mean, Carl Anthony Towns scored the, 50 on the other team. What was the final score in that game? Like 375? Uh, it was over 200. Yeah, over 200. And it's, I mean, people are like, there's no defense. But like... That's not also, the point of this particular... Yeah, defense isn't a huge thing in the NBA in general. Like, it's fun to watch them do crazy windmill dunks. And like, That's, we don't... This is a... It's a... It's a platform for them to show off yeah and you complain that the the three or that the dunk contest doesn't have any like big stars in it the guy who won um is a g league star the same guy who won last year uh and he's a great dunker uh but you complain that the big stars aren't in that but the big stars are in that i can't think of any huge star that wasn't in the all-star game i mean lebron was there steph was there they haven't always you know wanted to play in that game um but Giannis was there it all the stars are there let them kind of show off it's yeah. it's not a That's real game friends right. like this isn't real this is another example of just everyone looking for a reason to be mad. Yeah. Yeah. Just, look, just enjoy it's it. It's true. It was yeah. fun. I enjoyed I I loved watching it. I had fun watching the whole weekend. It was a good time. Good. Um, my red flag is parents at youth sports events. Um, <laughs> I am a parent of a youth who plays sports, but you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay? Like, yeah, there was. So my six year old plays indoor soccer and it's not high level soccer because these kids are just playing indoor soccer for the first time. They're learning soccer as they go. It's she's, she's six. Did I make that clear? She's six. Um, and these, this group next to me just wouldn't shut up like, and they're not yelling at other kids. They're yelling at their own kid, but like incessantly, like go here, go here, do that, do that. And she kept looking over that at them. Like, I, what do you want me to do? And it, I Oh my God, I cannot. (laughs) I love sports. I love cheering my kids on. I love helping coach my kids. I love all of it, but I, this is going to kill me. (laughs) I think I saw you tweet that when you tweet things, do you sometimes secretly hope that the person will see it? Um, now I will. (laughs) (laughs) This was a family where I was like, I'm pretty sure that they're like, I don't think they're tuned in to my Twitter feed. (laughs) You know, like you can kind of tell, like there's sometimes there's some families that are always in Iowa state stuff. And I'm like, Oh, I should be careful. You know, like, yeah, this, I don't, they were probably Hawkeye fans. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I, uh, I, it's just, 
it is a an epidemic right now and i am getting i'm getting my feet in the water for my toes in the water for the first time and i can already tell this is an issue that's gonna kill me oh my gosh mm-hmm. the good um, news is we only have like 12 more years to go i did see i ran into a listener at the i went to a game this last what day did we go it was last weekend, Saturday yeah. last weekend. Um, and I ran into a listener. I think she said her name was Marty. But saying that out loud, it doesn't sound right. But anyway, <laughs> she was like, love your podcast. That was so really nice. shout out to Marty. Thanks, if, listener. If that's your if that's name. That's your name. That's your real um, name. Do you have a beige flag this week? My beige flag was, and I missed this when we were talking about it, because we also didn't even mention this. The Star Spangled Banner. Um, Riva. At just, the Super Bowl? And I love Reba. Oh, yeah. And it was just okay. And Post yeah. Malone, just okay. What did Post Malone sing? He sang the other song that they sang. I must not um, have been. I must. Oh, like God Bless America or something yeah, like that? Yeah. Okay. Just okay. He was especially, he. I think he brought the two of them down and Reba brought the, them back up to being just okay. Just averaged okay? Yeah. And I yeah. love Reba. Love Reba. Yeah, but that's fair. Just I nothing, that's... nothing Meh. to. Yeah, I just kind of wished she would have like at the end been would have been like. Jazz it up a little mom bit. Works too hard. <laughs> 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 like at the end, just give us a little like heart of a fighter. Just give us a little Reba. I'm a survivor. <laughs> just give us a little bit. Um, my base flag is. This is just funny to me that this is another example of people being mad just for the sake of being mad. Um, these, the Chiefs or whomever, whether it be Tom Brady, Gronk, whatever, yeah. partying at the Super Bowl parade. Oh, Why yeah. do like good for you? Good, you do you. You have beat the hell out of your body for an no, entire season. The thing that I love though is that Patrick gets sloppy oh yeah like like last year tried to give the trophy away to some fan and then this year they like handed him the trophy and he just like looked at it like what is this or this year my personal favorite was at the you know like they're doing their their speeches yeah he's holding travis kelsey from falling off the stage and he's holding chris jones from falling off the stage and i just like you guys deserve that you have gone so hard and i don't there's a lot of you know we say the Chad's dads and Brad's out there. Well, the flip side is like probably the Karen's right. Right. Um, There's a lot of Karen's out there who are like, you're supposed to be an example for my child. So don't let your child watch the Super Bowl parade. Like what? Like just let them have fun. You're mad about that, but it's cool if they like do dog fighting. Like I don't Yeah. Anyway, that's my beige flag. Like yeah. you do you. You do People's you. People's outrage is just a little misplaced sometimes. Most of the time. <laughs> Most of the time. All right. That's all I got for you today. Me too. What a good day. Is it? Yeah, we're gonna turn it around. I'm gonna all turn right. this day around by I'm gonna turn this day around. <laughs> turn this car around. Wait, wait, wait. No, that's not the right energy. <laughs> All right, let's hope for a good week in cyclone basketball. You know what is women. Yeah, and you know what is good? It's lunchtime. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. All right, Elisa. It's good to see you. Good to see you. Go cyclones. Go stay.